1: Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. How are you all doing? It is now the holidays, the holiday season. So it's a time when we all should be enjoying our loved ones, finding meaning and connection. But for many of us under types, this is a, a time that we either dread or at least are very stressed out about. So the challenges that tend to come up during the holidays are we get a lot of anxiety and stress, overwhelm, we eat poorly, all that leads to meltdowns and having to clean stuff up after, there's social anxiety, loneliness, low self-esteem, family challenges, thinking you're the messed up one, and thinking everyone else has it all together and you don't. I mean that's that's the pile that a lot of us have to deal with. So in this episode, we're going to be focus, focusing on how you can thrive during the holidays, or at least manage things to the point where you feel like you made it through. You, you were like, okay, I was able to enjoy that. Maybe it was a little stressful, but it didn't take you down. So we're going to be talking about tips on managing overwhelm, self-care, having some perspective, setting healthy boundaries, calling in support, and finding ways to make this time meaningful to you. Not what you should be doing, but what you actually want to do. What would make this time meaningful to you as you are right now? Okay, we just have one announcement. So we're super excited to announce our newly updated Life Visioning Workshop happening on January 14th and 21st. So this is a two-day workshop and we'll be going through the entire process of building your life vision for 2023. And it could be so much easier to do this with a group than by yourself. It just creates accountability, it gets you to sit down and focus and do the thing you probably always wanna do but don't get a chance to do it. So in the first session, we'll be going through a series of exercises that will help you get clear about what parts of your life need the most support. And then we'll move towards identifying goals in specific areas of your life, like health, work, relationships, finances, In the second session, we will be taking this goals list, prioritizing it, and identifying what are the specific next steps you need to take towards making your vision happen. And it's open to anyone, not just hunter types. So if you have a friend who lives in another part of the world and want to share this experience with them, you may consider gifting this to them for the holidays. That's why we're launching this a little bit early. So we try to make the time work best for the most amount of people because we have people all over the world that listen to this podcast. So be sure you click the link on the landing page It says, check your local time to make sure it works for you. And if you're gifting it, make sure it works for the person you're gifting it to. So we we always love connecting with you at the beginning of the year. And this is a chance for us all to get together as a community and do this work together. I hope you can join us. If you're interested, go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop or just click the link in the episode notes for this podcast. Okay, so let's talk about thriving through the holidays. And let's start with the challenges so we can define them and look at them clearly so we can come up with some good solutions. So during this time, for many of us, there can be a very strong momentum of expectation. Expectation for us to do the things, the kinds of tasks that are very challenging for us to begin with. So that all leads to anxiety and stress. So on top of all of our usual stressors, there's buying gifts, challenging social situations, Maybe there's activities for your kids, last minute rushing around, the list goes on and on and on. And this all leads to overwhelm. So now we're shutting down, we're going towards those less than optimal strategies for stress reduction, we're distracting ourselves, maybe addictions come into play, and usually there's eating poorly. So then this leads to us feeling even more off, more fuzzy, and then we really start to spin. And that often leads to meltdowns and crashes. So then we have to clean stuff up after. So maybe we melted down or we crashed or we, we and spent a day in bed, we stayed off work, or we just didn't get the stuff done that we wanted to get done. And so then you have to rush even more because you crashed, right? So on top of all of that are family challenges, loneliness, social anxiety, Maybe low self-esteem, because you want to be able to show up like everyone else, but it feels impossible at times. Self-judgment then kicks in, so you think you're the messed up one, then everyone else has got it together, but you don't. So now you're stressed, mentally fuzzy, because you've been eating poorly. You've got a very loud inner critic that's making matters worse, and all this leads to even more stress, and the cycle just spins and spins and spins. So does does any of that sound familiar to you? And I know I'm painting a very cheery (laughs) vision of of the holidays. And maybe some of that's exaggerated for you, but probably there's pieces in what I just shared that you can resonate with. So what do we do about it? How do we thrive during the holidays instead of just being pulled down? And even maintaining balance would be a huge win. So let's start with self-care. This is number one on the list, self-care, taking care of yourselves. Just because it's the holidays does not mean you can magically be okay if you allow yourself to eat poorly, not exercise, and not take care of yourself. So the tendency is, okay, it's busy during the holidays. I really don't have time to take care of myself, but I'll wait until after and then everything will be okay. I'll have a little more space that I can get into doing exercise and taking care of myself. That's the wrong strategy. Stop yourself if you're thinking that. That is the wrong strategy. Right now is the time you need to take care of yourself the most and you'll be more productive. It may feel like it's going to take more time. Your brain's going to tell you, you know what, that's going to take up too much time. We got too much to do. Don't listen to that part of your brain. It's not smart. It's not assessing the situation clearly. When you take time to take care of yourself during the holidays, during stressful situations, you are more effective. It creates time where there wasn't time that is what happens so starting with exercise if you can start doing some kind of mild cardio every day short walks anything that just gets you up and out away from the phone away from any any other stressors so you can get out into the world, breathe some fresh air, even if it's freezing cold outside. Bundle up, get outside, see if you can get some fresh air, and see if you can get at least 10 minutes of cardio exercise. It's magical. It works. I know it works. I work with so many of you. It works. Do it. (laughs) Make sure you do it. It could really pull you out of a crappy mood and get you some perspective. Also, define for yourself how you are going to approach what you're going to eat. If you're going to eat a lot of refined sugars, processed foods, it's going to tweak you, guaranteed, 100%. And then you're going to have a much harder time going through the holidays. Bring some awareness to what you're eating. Make some decisions on what you will and won't won't eat. If you're going to eat crappy foods, eat them towards the evening time and not in the morning or during the day when you need to be functional. In terms of stress management, number one is schedule time for you to unplug and take care of yourself. Maybe it's half hour blocks or hour blocks. Many of you are parents, so there's a lot going on. But see if you can schedule in a half hour or an hour so you can catch your breath, journal maybe, tune into yourself. Ask yourself, how are you doing? Put your your hand on your stomach and just ask yourself, how are you doing right now? And the answer back is probably going to be, I'm totally stressed out. You may notice that your shoulders are really tight. Your jaw is clenched. When you stop and you tune into yourself, what happens is you short circuit that mechanism that goes into distraction because it's that unconscious behavior, the unconscious not tuning into yourself, just pushing forward. When we're in that space, we lose connection with the rest of us, with our physical body. And that part of us can then take the controls and take you down. It'll pull you into distraction. It'll pull you into anything that slows you down. So if you're conscious about it, you schedule time to tune in, connect in with yourself. You short-circuit the part of you that usually you would label as self-sabotage. It's just a part of you that's trying to slow you down because you're stressed out and you're not tuned into yourself. This also leads to you being more present with other people. So when you say, well, I don't have time to do this, What you're actually saying is, I don't have time to be present with myself. Therefore, when I'm with other people, I'm not going to really be present with them either. So it's a gift to everyone. So number one with stress management is take times and schedule times to take care of yourself. Other stress management strategies you've heard me talk about before over and over, warm baths, scheduling a massage, do something that's going to take care of yourself physically. It, cardio, Maybe going to go the chiropractor might be something helpful. That's what I'm going to do later today. Uh, on top of that, supplements, uh, magnesium, chamomile tea, all the classic stress reduction uh, supplements may be something you want to add into your regime during this time. Another suggestion is If possible, avoid alcohol. We have very sensitive brain chemistry. Alcohol usually affects us negatively. It is never a healthy stress reduction uh, strategy, ever. It's just not, and I've worked with so many of you. You've proven to me that is the case. Uh, I've written and talked a lot about um, the brain chemistry of addiction. It's something I've studied for many years. But what I can tell you just on a basic level, most of us, cannot process alcohol well, and it usually leads us to feeling either depressed after, but almost always lots of extra brain fuzz, not being very productive, um, and usually a much louder inner critic. So if you can, during the holidays, avoid alcohol. So in terms of managing overwhelm and task management, uh, This time of year, there's a lot of last-minute rushing around. There's a lot of last-minute tasks you need to get done for work before you wrap up for the year. So I want to just once again encourage you, If you can, use mind mapping, especially if you've taken one of our workshops, go back to the tool. It really can help get things out of your head and onto the map so you can reduce the overwhelm and get clear about what needs to happen. It's great to be able to see it all in front of you and then prioritize. Now, many of you have asked when the next mind mapping workshop is. We will most likely be doing it early February of 2023. So keep an eye out on the email list and I'll also uh, announce it on the podcast. So if you're not doing mind mapping, then my encouragement is rewrite your to-do list every day for that day. So define what your goals are for the day. And if you can do some time blocking, so ask yourself, okay, what are my actions for this morning? What are my actions for the afternoon? What are my actions for the evening? Block your time out. Instead of letting that whole list of things that you need to get done, just totally turn into a monster and eat you up, right? That's what—that's the experience of it. So when you time block, when you mind map, when you practice rewriting your to-do list, that reduces the overwhelm and it gives you something that you can focus on right now. What do I need to focus on right now? This block of time between 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., what is in that block of time? What are the actions I need to take? Forget about the rest of them for that moment. Just here's my three actions that I need to do in that period of time. Now also keep in mind that we we tend to overcomplicate things. We tend to be overly creative with our tasks and we tend to be overly ambitious about what we can actually achieve during a certain period of time. So I want to go into setting boundaries, and part of the setting boundaries is being honest with yourself about what you can and can't do. So you may need to stop yourself for a second, do a mind map, put some actions down on a list, and then look at them and say, is this realistic? Can I actually get that done? Do I need to reassess expectations, the expectations of myself, but also expectation management with other people. So it's important to take, even if it's painful, because at the end of the day, if you don't get it done, you're going to look bad. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel low self-esteem because you didn't get it done. But if you're proactive and say, okay, wait a minute, I need to look at this task clearly and go, you know, I'm probably not going to get that done. Or I can get this amount done, but not the entire thing whether it's work or whether it was with the holidays, you might need to call and support or talk to someone and say, okay, let me just run this by you. Does this look like it's realistic to you? If you have a life coach, you have something that someone that you work with that can support you in this all the better, but making sure you're assessing and evaluating what can you actually do within this period of time and saying no to things that you can't do. If you're already full and maybe you have a people-pleasing tendency, discipline yourself to say, no, I can't do that right now. I'm so sorry. There's so much going on. I'd love to attend that event, but we're already totally booked right now. Maybe we'll catch up after the holidays. And all of this comes back to being present taking time to pause, check in with yourself, write some things down, and tune in. When you're present, when you're more mindful, when you're more connected to yourself, you're more effective, you enjoy your life more, and you're more present with what you have. All of this is about you enjoying yourself, enjoying the holidays, being someone that's lit up and feels good about life instead of feeling like you're completely weighed down. Now, part of all this is having a good perspective. So many of us, especially during the holidays, can have the thought arise, I'm the messed up one. There's all these other people in the world. They've got it all together. I'm the one that's messed up. And you may be under the false belief that some people have it together and some people don't. Everyone in Western society is broken and messed up in some way. Some people are just more skillful at keeping it hidden. But I assure you, everyone's got their things that they're not telling you, the things that they judge themselves about. You're not the only one. Some people are just better at masking it than you are. And if the season is really challenging for you, think past it. Start making your plans for the new year. Make a clear communication to yourself. I know this is a lot, but it will quiet down Do your best. That's how I talk to myself. If I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I'm like, okay, I need to take a breath. I'm doing a good job. I know this is a lot. This is really challenging. These types of tasks are very challenging for me. What's my next step? I've over many years have just trained myself to always speak kindly to myself and check in with myself. And because of it, it makes me more functional. That one ta- thing of just slowing down, tuning in and transforming my inner dialogue, I think over everything else has led me to being more productive and having a more fulfilling life. That It's all about mindfulness. It's all about staying connected to yourself. Now, in terms of social situations during the holidays, a lot of us are connecting with people or going into situations that are not very comfortable for us. And I know a number of you have reached out in the past and asked me to do an episode just on social anxiety, because I've mentioned that I have it, and to talk a little bit about what strategies I've put in place. And so there's a few of them. So if I'm going into a social situation where I know I'm going to feel anxious or uncomfortable, um, I always have a game plan. I never throw myself into the situation without having some assessment of like, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the breaks that I'm going to take. Here's my escape strategy so that I'm not just throwing myself unguarded into that situation. For me, that's like, okay, I know I'm going to build in breaks. I'm going to build in going to my car. I might even schedule a phone call with someone that I enjoy talking to so I can get outside for a few minutes, talk to them connect in with myself, and then go back into the situation. It's all about connecting in with yourself. If you have social anxiety, do it your way in increments that feel comfortable to you. So if you're just feeling like you have to go into the situation and just be present with everyone the entire time, that's an unrealistic expectation. Plan in breaks, plan in an escape strategy. And if you can have a support person that can spot you, that you can drop them an email, drop them a text, let them know you're going into the situation so that you can, you feel like you've got someone who's got your back. I'm going into the situation where this little kid part of me feels insecure and I'm going to give it all it needs so that he can feel safe and connected. I have a game plan in place. I know how I'm gonna handle the situation. I'm not just throwing myself into that situation. So that's social anxiety. Now, if, you have, if you're someone that has a temper and you go into family situations where there's a potential for you to get triggered and you've gotten triggered in the past and you've lost your temper, then listen up. Same strategy applies plan breaks don't go into situations where you feel you go long periods of time without connecting in with yourself and if you're feeling yourself ramping up get yourself out of the situation immediately and tell yourself that before you go into the situation tell yourself if i'm getting triggered by this person or that person cuz you probably know the people that will probably trigger you they're probably members of your family then You have a plan to take breaks. And if you're getting yourself, if you feel like you're getting triggered, you get out of the situation immediately. That's the plan. Better to take a short break than have the entire day, entire evening ruined or weeks after processing, apologizing or just fuming. Get yourself out of the situation before it turns into something. And finally, I want to encourage you to make This holiday season something that's meaningful for you. We all get lost in the craziness. We all get lost in the expectations of what we should do. Take a moment and ask yourself, what's one thing you can do between now and the end of the year that would be deeply meaningful to you? Write it down. What is something that's going to really connect you in with the spirit of why we're doing all of this? And I want to add to that, having a gratitude practice going into this time, practicing savoring what you do have. It could be the smallest thing. It could be the people around you. The author Lynn Twist has a really great quote where she says, what you appreciate, appreciates. Take a moment, ask yourself, how are you going to make this holiday season something that's truly meaningful to you? And how do you then extend that out to other people? If you're nourishing yourself in this way, you will be that force in the world to other people. If you're just going along with the craziness, you're just bringing more crazy into the world. Ask yourself, how do you make this season meaningful to you? What practice do you need to put into place? What do you need to plan so that you feel like you're really nourished? Because in doing that, you're going to be nourishing to others. So that's it. I hope that was helpful to you. I wish you all a wonderful holiday season. I hope you take good care of yourselves and that you have a meaningful holiday season with your family and your friends, and I'll catch you in the new year. And as a reminder, if you'd like to join us for our Life Visioning Workshop in January, go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop. So until next time, be well.
2: Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book The Drummer and the Great Mountain visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com To join us on social media click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads or your podcast app. If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini-course. Visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini-course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at